Um, hold up, hold up, not yet. Oh, I gotta figure it. Okay, ready? Mm-hmm. Um, bring music up. Hello, hello, and welcome back to LO View. I'm your host, Lady Mason. And I am your other host, Casey Houlihan. And today we have two special guests joining us across the room. Go ahead and introduce yourselves. Uh, I'm Owen Rush, I'm a senior. I am Claire Llewellyn, also a senior. Cool. Thanks for joining us today, guys. Uh, well, it's been a while. Uh, yeah, it's been, it's been you know, a couple, couple days, maybe, a little bit couple yeah. weeks maybe maybe yeah. a month maybe yeah okay you think so? well <laughs> we're glad to be back um, this is nice actually yeah yes and um thanks for tuning in so i guess let's just jump into the conversation yeah so i hear uh theater the theater troupe is putting on a play soon. yes um we are putting on a show usually we do a spring musical but this year because of uncertain circumstances is that what it was the other day uh owen uh, the uh these uncertain times uncertain times <laughs> yes that's the proper um we are not able to do a spring musical because vocal performers um, singers have to be further apart from one another so we're doing a straight show oh, for wow. the spring um do you guys have to wear masks when you uh we do uh it really sucks mm. it's it's really odd but um, I love the show. It's called Love Sick um, by John Cariani, I believe is how you say his name. He also wrote the show Almost Maine, which I don't know if any of you remember was our fall show our freshman year. Yeah. Um, a long time ago. Yeah. So sort of a full circle mo moment for me. That was the first show I ever did at the high school, and this will likely be the last show. So. How long um, does it take you guys to prepare for a show? Um, it usually takes, ooh, a musical is usually around two and a half months, um, closer to three, but a straight show is usually around eight weeks, and we did auditions, oh gosh, auditions were the week of my birthday, so the first week of March, um, and our show is the first week of May, so that's two months. It's exciting. Yeah, it is, um. I'm really excited. I love the show. It's like, it's nine different scenes and they're, each of them is about a different couple or um, it, it's a story of love, but each scene doesn't like necessarily go with the next, but the whole thing is kind of like a timeline of love starting when it's young and immature to um, the final scene, which is my scene with Brian Donahue and we <laughs> play um, X spouses we ran into each other at a grocery store and we've both been married since and divorced again since um it's a very good show i w the actors have spent a lot of time on it the crew has spent so much time um and has done a great job so far so that's good to hear yeah yeah i'm very excited um the show is may 13th through the 16th um we're still 
I, I think everything is still a little up in the air. We are planning on having a limited audience, but the show will also be streamed. Ooh. And I believe the television production workshop is going to be streaming it. So well, I think we know those guys too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Big points right there. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right. Well, it's nice to hear that the theater troupe is still being able to do their theater thing. But and what about sports though? What are they doing? Um, I'm actually on a spring sports team and this year it's kind of, you know, obviously different because um a lot of teams, our schedules are very um, pushed together because it got pushed back from COVID. So a lot of teams are like playing um, a lot more games than they would usually in a short period of time, which is kind of different. Um, you only get about a couple of practices now for every like three games. And we also are getting tested every Wednesday. Dang. So How soon do you get your test results? You get them in about 15 minutes because they're just rapid. So. Oh, okay. That's and then I know a lot of kids that like, um, now that a, a lot of kids have had COVID, so if you have had it and you can like show that you've had it, they don't get, you, they don't have to get tested. Okay. For like a three months or something like that, so. Hmm. All right. Interesting. What about um, vaccines? Are the sports teams like pushing students to get them? Um. I know uh, club teams are, like, not affiliated with school. Um, I think it's more so, like, if the whole team gets vaccinated, you wouldn't have to wear masks at practice and stuff. Mm. But, again, it's hard to get everyone on the same page and everyone to get vaccinated. So I think that would be a while before you could really not wear masks at practice. Right. Um, speaking of vaccinations, uh, Michigan is now, well, vaccinations are now open to people 16 and older. Um, yeah. Have any of you gotten vaccinated? Uh, it, I'm planning on getting vaccinated. Uh, I'm not looking forward to it. Not because I'm against vaccines. I'm just scared of needles. Me too. Me too. I no. just hate needles. My mom, when I was little and I had to get my shots, my mom used to have to like sit me on her lap, <laughs> hold my legs down with her legs, my arms back with her like her arms and i would scream and cry or or hold my breath until i turned blue <laughs> i hated <laughs> shots <laughs> i remember one time when my brother was going to get a shot my brother uh i was in the room with them and uh my dad told me i was pacing around and he's like are you okay it's like yeah, yeah i'm fine and because I, I could not handle needles and my dad looks at me again it's like uh why don't you just step out in the hallway and then like well, my dad comes out later. There's like three nurses around me just because I was like sitting on the ground. I was like, uh, and that gave him a freak out right there. <laughs> but my brother was the one getting the shot, and I was the one freaking out. I thought that was kind of <laughs> fun. Oh, excuse me. But uh, no, I haven't gotten vaccinated yet. Um, both my parents did. I just haven't really gotten the chance to. Um, but they do want me to get vaccinated, and I probably will in the future. What about you, Owen? Uh, I'm not getting, I don't think I'm going to get a vaccine, just some of my own beliefs, but I'm probably not going to get one. I'm not at risk, and my parents aren't getting one. So I'll get, like, an antibody test to see if i am got any immunity to it. But oh, That'd be cool. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, I have um, received my first dose of the Pfizer vaccine, and um, 
a the shot wasn't that bad it was really quick though the the person that administered my shot was like a college student um she was like (laughs) talking about it and it was fine it it didn't worry me or anything until she started talking to me and she like prepared the shot and then sat down and was just like talking to me like she couldn't multitask and i don't know why but that was the thing that like made me worried like anxious like, <laughs> yeah because like most times doctors or nurses or whoever gives you the shot like get will it over with. right they'll they'll talk you through it right they'll keep talking to distract you yeah but it was like she wasn't able to multitask and that scared me <laughs> but um anyway (laughs) it's over i got it i mean i still have to go get um my second one did you have any like of the um symptoms like after no i actually well i was really um tired i was extremely tired i got home at like 5 30 and went to bed and like didn't wake up until like 11 yeah a lot of the like um a lot of my friends have already gotten at least their first dose and the one one of my friends that got her second dose she said she had worse symptoms, but she was just tired and like, you know, wanted to sleep. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess it's... Now, I do know some people that got the Johnson & Johnson, like, oh, one yeah. shot, and it was bad. Um, yeah. My oh. friend Lucas got the Johnson & Johnson, and he literally, like, he was, like, posting on Snapchat all night because he, like, couldn't sleep, and he felt like he was going to die. And he was like, <laughs> I like feel like I, if I go to sleep I won't wake up like he was like really worried but then the next day he woke up and he was fine, he was fine. <laughs> uh, lucky him. only yeah. one day yeah that's so true a lot of people have um like experienced symptoms for days or weeks after so yeah. uh. I mean I don't know if schools are gonna start like requiring it I know that some universities talk about it have any of your universities made statements um, about like requiring the well, vaccine my i have a i'm gonna go to a private like university so i think that they i don't know if they have more of an option to make it um required um they do i have think they, they face the same like but, issues um, that other schools do like legal issues that other schools do but yeah i mean i read an article about it and they said that some schools are worried about facing legal issues but there is no like federal law against right it. and there's like um, California case law on it from the like the UC system, like the University of California system. So all of those schools, they yeah. require that students get the flu vaccination. Yeah, that's what it was. Yep. So it was like they don't have one even on vaccinations, and they already do require like some vaccinations. And then I also saw that like if you don't want to get vaccinated because of you know like religious beliefs or something. They do have to like accommodate you, so I don't know how much of trouble schools would face by making it like yeah. required. But my school, we'll um, I will be attending George Washington University in the fall That's in great. DC, and they are requiring. They actually just sent out an announcement. I want to say Monday morning. Yeah, they are requiring that students going to school in person and staying on campus will be required to, yeah. have, to I mean, be vaccinated. See, my school put out a thing that said they um, next fall they want it to look like um, more of life before on campus, mm-hmm. which I assume means like not really wearing masks and stuff, which I feel like would only happen, happen if, if we were vaccinated. vaccinated. Right, I agree. I think that the only way to, well, the quickest way to get back to life 
as we knew it before mm-hmm. is to reach herd immunity. And that's yeah. only going to happen if we get, what, like 80% of yeah. the population and vaccinated. I, and I uh, went on campus over spring break. So it's down at the University of Miami in Florida. And all of the kids were like masks all the way up, you know, over the nose. So they're pretty strict about it. Um, like everyone has masks, even if they're in the heat, you know. And mm-hmm. so, I mean, I'm pretty sure that they're probably going to require vaccinations. But well, um, what about you guys? What are your thoughts? What a what have your schools said if you've decided where you're going or if you're even going to college? Um, well, I mean, my school up at Michigan Tech, they haven't made statements about COVID yet. You just have to, like, social distance and wear masks. But I don't think they're going to be taking a stance on, like, requiring it or not. So I think they'll keep it to a mass and social distance type thing. Yeah. I know my school, uh, Motion Picture Institute, I haven't really seen anything from them. It's a school down in Troy, and uh, there's social distance, wear masks. And then, like, I know part of the curriculum is going to be online anyway, so it's like you don't really have to wear a mask on a computer. So. Yeah, that makes sense. All right, um, moving right on to our next topic, which is... Oh, throwing it right to me. All right. Our next topic <laughs> is, what have you guys just been doing uh, recently, like, just trying to keep yourself busy during all this stuff, you know? These uncertain times. Yeah, these <laughs> uncertain times. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've just been... I've, I've worked three days a week. Uh, I've gotten back into playing some hockey. Frazier has sticks and pucks every... Uh, every day basically so on nights that I'm free I don't have to do sign-ups or cover sports for TPW I'm probably going there mm-hmm. nice uh, yeah that's basically what I'm doing other than school I'm picking up his slack when he's not covering oh. sign-ups and sports now I'm just kidding <laughs> got some tea in there no 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 um uh, I really don't have a lot of time with uh, theater and um yeah, theater, <laughs> forensics. <laughs> um, we did just have regionals in forensics, yeah, and um, everyone everyone advanced to states, which are not this weekend but next weekend. So that's going to be fun. Well, um, you, you also got uh, second in poetry, right? I did get yeah. second in the region. Wow, congrats! Ooh. Thank you. Region, um, that's pretty big. And no, it's really not. No? It's like how big is the region? Like five schools, maybe. Oh, that would be like you know a couple states. Oh, no, no. It's regionals and then states. Oh, okay. Yeah. And it's kind of the opposite of what it should be. I don't get But the it's whole like thing regions within. Like within the state, I'm pretty yeah. sure. Yeah, because I remember for robotics, if you went to a regional competition, you were like a huge, like, Midwest regional. Right. It wasn't yeah. like. How yeah. many. Because uh, it's like the Midwest program. region. Right, that's what I was going to say. How many robotics region. programs are there, like, really? Uh, total in the Midwest? Or or just I in know the just state. in Michigan, there's like. 15 or there's like right 500 or something there's a lot yeah Yeah, there's it's a huge thing now i'm not on robotics anymore but i remember like in the u.s i think there's like over a hundred thousand robotics teams now that's pretty cool no um in forensics it's run by the well there's two like organizations that run it the michigan um Interscholastic Forensics Association and then the Michigan like speech coaches incorporated or whatever and it's all within the state we don't really do any national um, competitions or um, interstate competitions but yeah so um, 
hopefully we'll do good at states last year because the season got cut short because of covid Hmm. um we didn't really get to have a state tournament but our we do a online tournament every year and last year that kind of became the substitute for the state tournament and i competed with the same piece last year and i got second at state so i'm hoping to do better than i did last year cool um i've actually I've noticed something like just this quarter, which is uh, interesting, like in school. I don't know if any of you guys have noticed this, but I have two classes now where I have like, it's like co-taught and there's two teachers hmm. that teach one class. And a couple of my friends have them too. It's kind of interesting. Yeah. I don't know why they're like, you know, deciding to do it, but I have two classes where I have like two teachers that pretty much share like the workload on everything. No, that, you know, it may be like a trial thing, but I've yeah. heard about it. I have, I don't have any myself, but, um, I'm, I'm friends with Ms. Bendel on Facebook <laughs> and she posted a picture of her and Miss Noose, yeah. um, Abby Noose's mom, who is usually a sub. Yeah. Um, she posted a picture of the two of them and she was like, um, first day that we teach together and we have on like the same message and both of their shirts said something like that. Oh, were the, really? Like the same. And so that's that's interesting. I didn't realize no, that yeah. that was, I have, was uh, what was going on. In my African-American history class, I have two teachers. Curitan and? McDonald. Oh. Yeah. And that's, um, I just switched into that class um, just because it sounded like fun or whatever. And it's a pretty good class. I didn't know it was like their second year doing it. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, they do it really well. And then in my fourth hour it's conflict management and i also have two teachers in it it's pretty interesting Hmm. i don't know if it's just um like like elective classes elective classes yeah but i know some people have it in their like um not team sports but like assets class or something okay nice yeah it could just be like a trial thing that they plan to do next year and they want to see how it's going to go i know um one of the 10th grade classes that hostler teaches uh, it, i know this because it's like right before mine and there's two teachers and they're wiping out mm-hmm. the desks uh mm-hmm. like uh like i don't know how, which, which class is that uh what, what class do you take like in 10th grade for like english uh, there's just t- ela 9 i think ela, ELA 10, 10 and um honors english 10 and then there's oh. um no that's really it yeah, oh. i think that was it i think for, i think I he teaches i think he teaches ela 10 yeah because okay. i had him that for I had him for AP 11 and he would complain about his ELA tech <laughs> class because they were n- not very nice <laughs> to say that the sucks. least. Hostler's a cool teacher. I like no, him. I, Hostler is a really cool teacher. He's interesting. I liked having him <laughs> first hour because he would like come into the class and not really say anything for like 20 <laughs> minutes. And then I don't know. Somehow we still got all of our work done. I don't know. It didn't make sense, but <laughs> it worked. And, um, oh God, no, one time the he would get so frustrated with the um, ELA 10 class because they were really rude, but also they would just be on their phones during class. And he had this bookshelf in his class that was right next to an outlet and kids would charge their phone and like set their phone in the bookshelf. So he p- took all of the books out of the shelf and took the bookshelf out of his room just so that they wouldn't set their phone on the bookshelf while it was charging, which I, oh. that is very hostler, and I, I love it. That is awesome. Despite, like, in that action alone, that's, oh, that's amazing. 
Oh, that's so cool. What a great teacher. I do enjoy <laughs> having I have creative writing with him. That's a fun class to have with mm. him because he just kind of lets you write whatever you want, basically. <laughs> He'll give you a prompt every once in a while, but, you know, other than that, just write. It's a good class. It's fun. Have you written any of those stories into screenplays? Just <laughs> wondering. Um, So far, no. Just because, like, the first two things, I was like, eh, I don't really care about these things. And then the other thing that I'm writing... uh. It's not going to be like a for a film thing, like it's more of a. I want to at least have. I want to make like a game series sort of thing, Ooh. or like a book series or something like that. It could definitely work for like different mediums, but like a game series would be really cool for it. It's like an eight volume fantasy series, but I want it to include space mm-hmm. because like I have not seen that in any fantasy series, and like. I just want to see space and fantasy. <laughs> like, I, I want to see, like, the knights and stuff and going up into space somehow, whether it be, like, a, with a rainbow road or whatever, <laughs> and, like, just do something in space because, like, it's just untapped territory. Like, it would be so cool to see that. Sounds pretty cool. Yeah. Um, we briefly talked about it when we were talking about um, COVID vaccines, but what are your future plans, guys? Mm. Like, what are you – I know we talked about where you're going, but what are you planning on studying – um, Why'd you choose that school? So, yeah, I'm going to Michigan Tech. I chose it because it's uh, far away from here. <laughs> it's, it's remote. It's more of a detached college experience of, like, you stay there for, like, a lot of kids stay there, like, the only time After. they go home is Christmas oh. break. Like, oh, okay. for spring break, they stay up there because there's just so much, like, outdoors. It's so stuff pretty up do. there. Yeah. yeah, it is. It's gorgeous. And, yeah, I chose them because they've got, a lot of uh, stuff for aerospace, hands-on stuff. Like, they've built satellites mm-hmm. that they've launched into space through the college. And I'm planning on going into mechanical and aerospace engineering. Ooh. So that having something cool. with aerospace and rockets and all that. Because I want to work at SpaceX someday. Uh, nice. Build yeah. the Mars yeah. rockets and stuff. But, yeah, that's why I chose Tech. Was It was a pretty good engineering school. And uh, they had a lot of stuff for aerospace. Gonna have a lot of snow Sweet. up there too. Yeah, That's it's like two two hundred and uh, sixty annual inches of <gasps> snow or something. Oh, oh Jesus Christ! No. That's yeah, a lot. It's, yeah, it's very it's crazy. very <laughs> gonna high. Good, not yeah. gonna need a shovel. Just gonna have a snowblower every day when it's winter. Yeah. Um, something. What about you, Claire? I'm going actually the opposite of Owen. <laughs> so I'm going to the University of Miami down in Coral Gables, Florida. Um, I chose it because. Uh, I was getting recruited for playing soccer um, from a couple different universities, like all around the country. And I at first wanted to stay home. I thought I wanted to go in like the Big Ten or go to Michigan State. But I ended up taking um, a lot of my visits. And when I got older, I realized I also, like Owen, would like to leave far away from here. (laughs) (laughs) And um, I... I um, just love the university. I love the sun in Florida. I also, it's a pretty um, like smart school. It's kind of hard to get into, and I could not have gotten into it um, with without my athletic ability. And I think I I wanted to use you know part of my athletic ability to um, get me into a school that also benefits like for academics and stuff. To push yourself. Yeah. I gotcha. And I just, you know, I think um, it's cool to get that out of it. So, yeah, that's why I chose there. Um, uh, Yeah, that's basically (laughs) it. Just love the sun. 
it's a pretty awesome thing to do. In, down in Florida, you got Disney World, too. you got a lot of fun stuff down <laughs> yeah, in Florida. Yeah, I'm pretty far away from Disney, but... Oh, yeah? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, there's other things you could do down there. <laughs> beaches. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There you go. A couple of beaches in Florida, Hurricanes. a little bit. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah, there's a lot of hurricanes. Oh, yeah. yeah. What about... Oh. oh. Sorry, no. Um, I'm going to George Washington University in D.C., to study political communications. Um, it's like political science through media and journalism. And um, I, it came down, it, like it was between George Washington and U of M for me. And if I'd gone to U of M, I would be majoring in acting and performing all the time. And honestly, that's really what I wanted to do. But yeah. um, when I first set out on my college, you know, journey like applying to schools and stuff i knew that i really wanted to be at a small school in a big city yeah and michigan is exactly the opposite of that <laughs> um and i knew i didn't want to be here <laughs> you know yeah uh, ann arbor's just too close so um so yeah I'd, i decided to go to george washington and i think i might minor in acting um and performance and so yeah that's it i'll also uh, just the proximity to internships and um, the the ability to like network. If I had gone yeah. to U of M, I would have majored in acting and probably double majored in political science. But if I decided not to go into acting after school, it wouldn't be beneficial for me. Um, mm -hmm. As far as like I'd be behind my peers that actually are already working in journalism and in politics. So. Mm. Yeah. All right. What about you, Casey? Uh, well, like I said, I'm gonna be going to uh, MPI, study film there. It's it's a trade school, so you don't get like a, a degree. Degree. Yeah, that's what they're called. You just get like a certificate. It's like you are a film person, <laughs> and like that, that's what I'm going for. I really want to focus though on the uh, script writing assets uh, aspect of things, just because that's that's what I like to do. I like to write and create the story, and maybe look into uh, maybe other uh, uh, parts of film because I know they study. Um, they study script writing, they study lighting, audio, filmography, and one other thing. And then they also have an acting program there, but I'm not really an actor. Uh, hey, <laughs> hey, 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 you played, wait, what was your character's name? I was Marshall Herrick in The Crucible. <laughs> Marshall Herrick. Yeah. We had one scene together um, with Brooke Babcock, and he almost chipped Brooke's tooth. Oh, did I? Yep. Mm -hmm. Oh, I don't remember that. I really don't remember much <laughs> other than that when I when like I forgot my lines like three out of the four nights. Like th oh. that one with uh, Jason. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah so that's why I'm not really going into acting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm um I forgot to say what I was gonna study. Oh yeah. But um, I'm going into the business school, and I think I'm going to study finance. Um. Because I've always, like, dreamed of working on, like, Wall Street and being an investment banker. Hmm. And I hmm. love money. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I love learning about how to get more of it. And, yeah. It makes sense cool. to study it. Invest mm -hmm. in Bitcoin. And there's, like, a lot of, like, it's more of, like, a men-dominant field just in, like, the business world in general. So I think it's, like, empowering if I was, like, a successful woman in the business field. You'd do yeah. it. But, yeah. <laughs> Awesome, dude. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. We have about three minutes. Oh. Let's go dream job. Ooh. Okay. Um, go ahead, Well, Claire. I kind of said mine, but yeah. no, I want to work on Wall Street. Um, I think it'd be cool. And if I got, like, successful enough, 
I'd want to open up like my own business. I kind of want to open up like a salon just because I like beauty and everything. Like I wouldn't be able to do anyone's hair, but <laughs> I think it'd just be cool to own one. I don't know. You get a bunch of cool like nice products and stuff. <laughs> so yeah. Claire, I mean, thank you, Claire. <laughs> um, Owen. Uh, well, I kind of already said it too, but uh, oh, I yeah, definitely yeah. want to work at SpaceX on the uh, Mars rocket. And technically the dream, it might not be possible anymore, is to be, because the Starship, they're doing a bunch of prototyping it now with it. It's supposed to launch in four years. And while I wouldn't, like, hope that stuff doesn't go right, I think <laughs> it goes a bit slower than usual, so I might get a chance to say, like, you know, that r- first rocket that lands people on Mars, I was a part of that. Like, hmm, working yeah, on, like, so maybe cool. the, I mainly want to work on, like, rocket engines and stuff. Yeah. The propulsion systems, but. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. my dream job. My dream job is uh, communications director at the White House. Yeah? Yep. That's pretty cool. That's pretty ambitious, too. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love, I love communications, and I um. What is um? What does the, communi- the communications director, like, specifically do? Um, they write speeches for the president. They are really in charge of the, um, the message that goes out from the White House, from the, the staff about anything Um, do they get hired by the specific president or yeah usually they work with them um like probably on their campaign or yeah that type of thing um yeah that's really cool or press secretary that'd be kind of cool too but (laughs) yeah that does sound pretty cool uh for me i just i want to write a script for a tv show or movie that i i really love and really passionate about and then have that be made and then have people just really love that for really love yeah, yeah. for just a long time. Show it to their kids. You want to you want to write the next The Office? <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't want to write the next Office. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, so done with The Office. No, I, I want to write like a, like a nice I sci-fi mean, show. So the old. Oh, I just mean yeah. something that will last and people will yeah. love. Yeah. So like like the next iCarly or something. Yeah, next iCarly. That's what I like to hear. I mean, because you were kind of saying like more of sci-fi and stuff, and yeah. there's usually not much of that in like adult shows. So yeah, that's true. You've I've got. So more of a kid, like a teenage show. Oh yeah, it would definitely. Well, I want it to be a like a family show, but like not like follow the like the kids show format. So like, if a kid watched it, it wouldn't be anything like inappropriate for them, but like parents can still like enjoy the mm, story yeah. in it. So kind of like Star Bob. Wars. So, uh, yeah, like SpongeBob. Okay. There we go. Perfect comparison <laughs> right there. Um, SpongeBob is very inappropriate, but that's just my <laughs> opinion. Okay. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us today. Um, Do you want to sign off? Go ahead. You. You. We're choosing you. Um, Sign off. Well, thank you guys so much for watching. Uh, I just meant saying your name, but that's okay. I mean, I'm Owen. I I don't know. You just pointed at me. I'm Claire Llewellyn. (laughs) I'm Casey Hull. And I'm Lady Mason. We hope you enjoyed the show. (laughs) All right. (laughs) See everybody later.